Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast, a show designed to empower, educate, and encourage you to stay focused and committed to your mission. I'm your host, AC Cristales. Let's get ready to roll. All right, welcome to Mission Driven with AC Cristales. Today, I have the honor of interviewing a student from the University of Texas who is committed to student leadership and service, not just on his campus, but also in his community. Without further ado, allow me to introduce to you Adam Bergman. What's going on, Adam? AC, good to hear from you. How are you doing? It's going, it's going well, man, going well. So one of the things that I like talking about when I'm recording these podcasts, man, is is just breaking ground, right? Breaking through the first. So you're my first student, man. You're my first, you know, college student that I'm interviewing, man. So, hey, I'm, I'm thank you so much for, for agreeing to be interviewed. Love to hear it. Thanks for having me. Awesome, man. So before we get started on the interview, I want to break the ice with you. All right. So I'm going to put you on the hot seat. I'm going to ask you 30 seconds worth of questions and you'll just give me your answer. All right. Let's so let me let me set the timer up here. Here we go. And here we go. Coffee or tea? Coffee, 100%. I used to work at Starbucks. Uh, I know. <laughs> Favorite movie? Um, I love Her, H-E-R. It's the one with um, Joaquin Castro. Okay. His movie. Very good. Best concert you've ever been to? Um, Believe it or not, Neon Trees. It was a very small venue. Loved it. All right. One place you want to travel to? I want to go back to Israel so badly. All right. Favorite musical singer or group? Um, I'm a huge Kanye fan, but, uh, if I want to like lay it low, John Mayer for sure. Okay. Very good. And I had this one, man, that I, uh, man, I was hoping we'd get to OU or A&M. <laughs> in, terms, in terms of what? Oh, I just wanted to hear you say like, neither. <laughs> That's good, man. Thanks so much. All right, man. So let's just go ahead and get started. Um, before we, before we get into the interview, I just want to let the listeners know that I actually met Adam a couple years ago. Do you remember what, what year it was? 2015, 2016. So yeah, when you were a sophomore, right at the at the yeah. Hobie at the Hobie uh, Leadership Institute that I've um, I've spoken to for the past you know past ten years. So um, man, here we are, you know, 2020, and we're still keeping in contact. So that's awesome Crazy. for me, man. That's one of the things that that makes it worth it as a speaker, man. Not just as a speaker, but just connecting with young people and making sure that there's something in my message that resonates. So thank you so much, man. I, I love this connection. I love that you know we. We can uh we can go months without saying anything and then we just hey i hope you're doing good and you say the same thing for me man so thank you for exactly. that picking it right back up for sure definitely all right so let's just uh start by giving the listeners a bit of information man about your family your background sure so um i have actually two brothers and two sisters in my family i come from an interfaith uh family where one parent is jewish and one parent is christian uh, which has been a very interesting experience i went to a a, a um, Episcopal school, which was accepting of all religions in high school. Um, and I'm very big in music. I used to love, um, you know, being a part of the music scene in high school. Um, I was a captain of my drumline. Um, and then I moved to UT and then I really wanted to focus on just networking and connections. And that's where I entered myself in student government, won a couple of races. Um, and on top of that, I have switched my major three times. I went from bilingual education to Spanish and to advertising. And I'll probably talk about that later. Okay. Very good, man. So 
in, you know, this mission driven podcast, man, one of the things that, that I harp on and, and you know, this from, from my speeches as well, man, is that I believe everyone has a mission regardless of your age. So again, to, just to talk about Hobie, you know, I love it because it starts when they're in so they're sophomores and we're talking about leadership and you can make a difference regardless of the age, you know, and that's, that's how I saw my life at 15 years old is when I started, you know, speaking and writing music and all that stuff. So what do you, what do you believe is your life's mission and how does that look as a college student? So I, someone asked me this question in an interview, like, you know, Forbes magazine comes out and they have your name on the front paper. Like, what do you want it to say? And I think I just wanted to make an impact. I wanted to be known as that person who made an impact on at least one individual. Um, and that's where I love, I loved being in education. Mm -hmm. I think it was an amazing major. Um, and the reason why I switched out of education into advertising in Spanish and I later dropped Spanish uh, was to be able to double major and hopefully teach. Um, and so as a college student, you see a lot of opportunities around you and you really have to sift through and really make a big school like UT feel small and find those opportunities and really hone in on them. And I feel like I've done that through being in student government, being in an organization like a fraternity um, and really being able to make that impact on individuals. That's awesome, man. Now you, uh, you were running for something at UT, right? How'd that go? Absolutely. So I was running for student body president after two years in student government as a first year and a university wide representative representing over 50, 60,000 students. Um, we made a lot of really interesting change. Um, it was very, it was a great experience. And I felt like I had the opportunity to really take it and run and run for student body president. Um, I ran an amazing campaign in my eyes. I had a really fun experience. I learned a lot. Um, I met a lot of people along the way. Um, my reach is, has reached its like maximum potential for being able to like get to know people. I really have met as many people as I can on UT and I hope to meet more in my senior year. But um, it was it was a really fun experience because um, I had a lot of celebrities come in and, and kind of give their input. I yeah. had Kirk Franklin. I saw that. I was going to ask um, you about that. I was going to ask you about Kirk. <laughs> amazing guy. He's a good family friend. And so Kirk Franklin wanted to help out. He called me and said, hey, you know, it's Kirk. I want to help out. Um, Terry Fader from Las Vegas. He's been performing in Las Vegas for over 10 years. He was the winner for America's Got Talent, I think, in season two or season one. Um, and then Sam Ellinger, the all-star quarterback from okay. UT, really endorsed my campaign as well. And you know, UT student government, it's, it's a lot of talk and not a lot of walk. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of great opportunity there. You have a huge budget to play around with. You have the opportunity to meet with administrators throughout UT. And I feel like that potential was not used to its best. And so I wanted to make it simple. I wanted to make it sweet. So I had four platform points. Uh, don't quiz me on it right now. I can't really. <laughs> and that's all good. <laughs> um, but I ran with a really cool guy named James, and we had an amazing experience up till 3 a.m. every night doing a campaign strategy. Um, and being an advertising student, I ran all of the social media, marketing, yeah. content, things like that. And so um, what I loved is being able to market myself. And so even if even though I didn't win, I learned a lot. And on top of that, you know, Adam and James still out there and, and talked about, which is great. Yeah. OK, very good. Now, was that impacted by this whole, you know, COVID pandemic? So the election process was before coronavirus. Okay. And so that was luck, lucky for us, honestly. But um but now the assembly is meeting online, which mm -hmm. loses a lot of worth and potency because that desire to get things done does not come from the online Zoom meetings. Yeah. It's kind of hard to hold an assembly meeting of around 50 people in one room mm -hmm. just by talking one by one. And so it's kind of it's very frustrating. I, I can understand. I can feel for, for the people who are in the assembly right now. But, you know, I think they're getting things done right now. OK, very good, man. Very good. So I'm curious, man, what are some of the things or who perhaps it's a who? that led you, you know, to want to be involved in student government, want to be involved in student leadership? 
Um, so I guess my drive to be in student government as early as my first year at UT was because I lost literally every single student government honor council race at my high school. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I lost everyone, but the last one where I was just a shoeman because there was literally not enough people to run. Yeah. And I, I, that kind of fueled my fire, kind of some, kind of some Dwayne Wade magic. He yeah. you know, has a chip on his shoulder and loves to play like that. Um, but I, I really took that and ran and that was my, that was my drive. That was one of my drives for sure to be able to go into student government like that. But I think Hobie really um activated my my passion for leadership and for change and after that i really took that and ran for sure um and i think hobie would definitely be um the what of, of some of the things that led me to be become a student leader so how'd you get into hobie i'm always curious about that because you know obviously I, I come in and and do my thing and, and and then take off and obviously you make some connections but i'm always curious how students are is there a selection process or do you just sign up it depends on the high school. And so there's there's some there's some applications that will only take one person or there are some applications that will take two. Um, I know it's one one male and one female from each high school um, to apply or get recommended by their counselor. Um, it really depends on the school. Okay. So for me, it was it was an applicant pool of about 10 to 15 people. We had to write an essay why we wanted to go of a certain amount of words. And I, I got selected, which I was very thankful for. Okay, very um, good. And then after that, um, I really wanted to milk that opportunity. I was the only person in the room taking notes mm-hmm. of Hobie. I literally wanted to get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like a nerd for saying that, honestly. That's but, all good, man. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so um, only person taking notes. And on top of that, I was asking questions. I really yeah. wanted to get to know people. And that's actually what, what led me to my first internship. Um, yeah. Through Hobie, I met uh, Shama Hyder. She's the CEO of, of Marketing Zen, which is now called Zen Media. And she gave me my first internship. Uh, which was an amazing experience coming right out of high school. That's awesome. And she's based in Dallas, right? I, she I think was. She I was? She okay. to Miami. She oh, did she? Miami, wow. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I think I spoke uh, before her or after her on, in one of the, one of the, she's um, sessions. amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So here, here's another question, man, cause my, my head is just going, what, what led you to, okay, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw my name in this applicant pool to be part of this Hobie program. So I had been in this situation where I wasn't really getting a lot out of the extracurricular experience in my high school. And so I saw this application and my music teacher had recommended, Hey, I really want you to sign up for this. I feel like you'd get a lot out of it. And she'd heard about it. She hadn't heard much. Um, and so when I applied, I was just like, you know what, let's do it. Let's just dive right in and let's do it. And um, hoping that I got in, you know, not knowing what to expect, I actually almost didn't even go to Hobie in my year that I was oh, supposed really? to go um, hmm. because I had not gotten a message from my facilitators. I had been out of the loop on communication for any email correspondence. And I was just like, why, why should I even go? And so I got a text the night before and then I started packing um, saying, hey, I'm so sorry we had to switch some things around. We're so excited to have you. Um, we can't wait to see you. And so I, I, I said, you know what, let's just, let's lean to that discomfort and go. And I literally knew no one, but maybe two people. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved it. I met as many people as I could. Um, I met a lot of facilitators and that's what led me to actually get involved as a volunteer for Hobie. Okay. Very good. So here's, a, here's another question. My bad. I know this is not any of the questions that I, I that I had, uh, prepared for totally you, fine. but, uh, you know, as a sociology professor, as a sociology professor, you know, we talk about we're influenced by our family, we're influenced by our religion, we're influenced by our peers, our community. So, cause I'm, cause man, I've worked with, with, with students and teenagers for now 19 years, man. And, and for some, and so I'm like, what is it that, okay, I want to be, I want to be a leader. I want to, I want to go to this besides, you know, you had that teacher that recommended that because there's things that I can recommend to students and, you know, they can just blow me off. So what is it with you that was like, you know what, 
I'm going to do this besides the extracurricular. Sure. Um, I think that what drives me to be a leader is like, I want to, I want to lean into that discomfort. Like I was saying earlier, okay. I want to, I want to learn new things. I'm all about education. I'm all about being educated. And so another leadership opportunity where it says keynote speakers, where it involves um, networking with others, where it involves talking to college students who are volunteering their time and, and sleeping literally for three hours over the weekend, just to be able to work for you and serve you. Um, I think that's an amazing experience. And that's what led me to really get involved again and, and again, and again. That's awesome. Now, did you see that from your, from your parents as far as that, is that example? Um, I, I, it's not, it's not that it's a no, but I think a lot of my leadership is self-driven. Okay. I think it's just, it's through, um, you know, having that drive. My parents are really hands off in high school. And what that means is they, they trust me to get my homework done. They trust me to do my work. And they said, you know what, this is your, this is your doing, this is your process. Like if you wanted to go to the nice colleges, that's your work. That's not ours. And so that really drove me. That wasn't in a, in a negative way. It was yeah. definitely a, you know, let's, let's do this. Let's get it done. And I was, I was happy to, with my college admissions for sure. That's awesome. Hey, you're a unicorn, man. Cause that's intrinsic right there, brother. You know, that's Absolutely. good. It's innate. That's yeah. innate. I like that, man. I like that. Um, so what are some activities or groups that you've been involved in and how do you feel that they've sharpened your leadership skills? And you mentioned Hobie a little bit, but are there other groups or other, you know, organizations that you've been a part of? Yeah. So I went, I, I guess I want to talk about my major change right yeah, here. Where I met a lot of different groups. Um, so when I first applied to UT, I had no intentions of going whatsoever. And I really wanted to um, choose, I picked each college based on its major and what it, what it was really good at. And so I chose UT for education because they have one of the nicest education schools in the country. Um, I chose Butler University for finance and I chose AM for communication. Excuse me. Um, and with UT, I just, I wasn't feeling it. It felt, it, it seemed like high school all over again from the outside perspective. Mm -hmm. And I was just absolutely against it for a long time until I visited. And, you know, I, I said, I said, let's jump in as well. Let's do this. And so UT was great to me for bilingual education for the one year that I was in it. I learned honestly a lot of what I can take into advertising to this day. Um, but I realized that I couldn't double major because in the last three semesters at UT for education, you have to take these courses that are full-time teaching in the classroom and you don't have time to double major. And I wanted to add something so I could really diversify my experience. And so I switched to Spanish um, and in order to add advertising, a major like that. And so I got into advertising um, and then I realized that Spanish really wasn't my, my niche. And mm -hmm. so I dropped it and then I added a minor in journalism. Um, it's been a really long process, but I'm happy to be where I am, but I've met so many great people through the process and I still keep in touch with everyone from all those majors to this day, which is an awesome experience. Okay. Very good. That's good. That's good. So what is one of your favorite memories or success stories from being part of a student leadership event or student government? Um, I think what's, what's great about student government specifically is that you can, you, you can succeed and fail in the same year, no matter what you can pass up, you can try to pass a bill, but if it gets shot down, that's, that's a, that's a loss of course to yourself. But in, in the long run, you're learning so much from your failures and your successes. And I think that's that's such a great thing to have, especially with losing a student body president campaign, which I had such high hopes for. Um, it's a success that I lost. I found great opportunities for me. Um, I would have to spend the entire summer in Austin um, all while being quarantined. Um, I definitely can take a lot from student government specifically. But on top of that, um, I think a really nice memory um, from a student leadership event um, so I, I love travel first of all. And so I, 
Um, I've gone to Israel so many times, the great city of Israel. It's a lot of fun. And what's what's so great about it is a program called Birthright. And so it, it sends Jewish students to um, Israel for 10 days, okay. uh, free of cost. It's paid by the state of Israel as well as the um, like the Birthright Foundation of, mm-hmm. of America. And it's a it's a life changing experience. You get to experience the land, the the conflicts, the cultures, um, a lot of interesting things that you wouldn't get to see just from a from a media perspective. And so being able to recruit um, and recruit and recruit for Birthright is was such an amazing experience as a as a leader. Um, I became a staff member very quickly, where I was able to take students from UT over to Israel um, on a very seamless process, which is a lot of fun. That's awesome. I definitely enjoy doing that. That's awesome. When's the last time you went to Israel? Um, so I went all five times in 2019. No kidding. Oh, from uh, December 2018 to January 2019. And then I went in June, I went in August, and then I went in December, and then I returned in January, Oh, really? Um, which was an amazing experience. It was definitely I, I milked the opportunity. I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, and definitely I learned some things that I wouldn't have learned back in the States for sure. So what are what's one of the most memorable things that you can remember from the from those trips? Um, I think what, what was so great was um, I wasn't very religious in high school. Mm-hmm. I wasn't very religious before that either, because going to a Christian private school and Episcopal school, it was definitely hard to express your religion when, um, you know, the majority is, is a little bit different than you. Yeah. And so um, I think what I learned the most about the Jewish culture and the Jewish religion is something called tikkun olam, which means to repair the world, which is a very big phrase uh, for the Jewish community. And so just that, that simple phrase uh, really takes the distance for sure. Um, everywhere you go, um, everyone welcomes you with a smile, with a smiling face there. Um, the food is amazing. The experiences, the Dead Sea, everything yeah. about it. And all the people who are touring you are just absolutely amazing. I've met some amazing people and lifelong friends that I visit even in my in-between times as I visit Israel. And it's just a, such a home place for me. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's one thing that I've always wanted to do to go to Israel. So it's pretty cool. Amazing. Man. Yeah. You're going to have to recruit me, man. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So tell us about, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about, you know, recently was that you got accepted into Teach for America. So tell us a little bit about that, about Teach for America. Absolutely. So it's kind of ironic that I got into Teach for America after coming from bilingual education all the way to, over to advertising. But um, what's so great about Teach for America is that it's a two-year opportunity, full salary uh, with benefits, um, and you get to teach in inner city school. And it's to recognize the inequity um, in the educational classroom and how much that is shown in the inner city and the lack of resources and all of those things. And they train who are they they train people who are energetic and ready to go into the to the education field only for a short amount of time and they can continue to they can choose to continue into the education field they want. But um, it's a it's a great experience. And so you get to pick your subject, you get to pick where you want to teach, um, and it's for two years. It's a two year agreement. And so I've, I've heard a lot of great stories. I've heard a lot of great stories about how um, students come out of there just absolutely ready to go into the field. Um, and what's so great about TFA is that their, their network is absolutely um, impeccable. Um, they have great relations with um, the Boston Consulting Group. Um, they have a, they have, there's a lot of congressmen who are once TFA um, core members. And so I'm very excited to join this community. Um, I still haven't heard because of the pandemic where I'm going to be and what I'm going to teach. Yeah. But I do know that I got accepted. And so um, out of all the things that I want to teach, I definitely want to teach either uh, bilingual education, Spanish, or math or English. Um, and, the, and, and in those cities, I want to teach in Hawaii, specifically uh, the big island, Oahu yeah. County, um, either one of those. And then on top of that, Nashville, Seattle, and Dallas. There you go. Nice, man. Well, off the bat, congratulations on being accepted, man. And 
you know, that's that's awesome. You know, we need good people, man. We need good people working with, you know, inner city kids and, and students who are, you know, disenfranchised and disadvantaged. So what inspired you to want to work with them, though, man? That's always my question. Whenever I was interviewing people and, and I would be upfront with them about, hey, this is our school. We got 95 percent at risk kids, you know, 90 yeah. percent Hispanic, all this. Like, I'm just laying it out there because the last thing that I want is for a teacher to come on my campus and be like, wow. I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. So I'm going to lay it out, out to you. So what inspired you to want to work with that group exactly. of students? So I think you can apply a lot of things from the education realm into other parts of life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what definitely drove me to be a part of the uh, Teach America Corps or even want to be. Um, I heard about this from my from my early days in high school that have you ever you know considered Teach for America? Have you considered applying? And I was like, I don't even know what Teach for America is, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And so I, I looked into it, and it didn't really make sense to me in my sophomore year of high school. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to put this in the back burner. We'll think about it later. And the opportunity came out where I was able to apply as a junior and be accepted you know, going into my senior year and have a job guaranteed, uh, which is very nice to have, especially during the pandemic. But um, what inspired me was I, I want to learn more about the inequities of education. And I don't want to learn just from being in the classroom, but I want to make that change for students, especially with this coronavirus pandemic coming up. How, what is that classroom going to look like? Yeah. You know, with the with the online classroom, how can students have the internet access if they don't even have Wi-Fi at their home? Mm-hmm. And so jumping those new hurdles and figuring out those new challenges and how to find those solutions um, is something that's very important to me. And, and I, I always want to learn. And I feel that, you know, sometimes I learn more from the students than I learn as myself as, as a potential teacher. And yeah. I feel like you might feel the same way, AC. For sure. Um, and so I'm definitely excited to join. I've heard a lot about the the stress and the um, the time consumption that it takes to be a teacher in inner city schools, specifically with Teach for America. Um, but I'm definitely excited to grab it by the horns and, and definitely, you know, get it done. All right. Very good, man. Yeah. And so, I mean, cause you're right, you know, with, especially with this coronavirus, man, it's just, um, you know, you get on education Twitter and, and you see certain things and there's this one that stood out to me. So I'm going to let, I'm going to tell you this. It was like, don't worry about, you know, how far behind you get. Everybody's going to be behind. But the reality of that. You know, I've been in education a long time, and the reality of that is that the gap is getting bigger. You know, the, the academic yeah. gap is getting bigger because the students, like you said, who don't have Wi-Fi, who don't have parents who, I'm not saying that they don't want to help them, but who are unable to help them. And here's yeah. my example. Like my daughter, she's in fifth grade, obviously, you know, she finished and we were on top of it. Her mom's an eighth grade English teacher, um, you know, a, a college professor. I mean, we're on top of it, right? But what yeah. about the student who whose dad or mom, they, they don't know. They don't know how to get into IXL. They don't know how to get into Google Classroom, you know. So those kids are getting behind as opposed to the other kids who they have parents or, or their parents can pay $50, $75 an hour to have somebody tutor them. So that's where I see the inequity, you know, off the bat, that it's not so much a racial issue. It's a socioeconomic issue. Absolutely. You know? I agree. For sure. And that's that's where we're going to have to find these these solutions rather quickly, honestly, going into our, our fall trimester, semester, anything like that uh, for students who are experiencing those difficulties. Awesome, man. Well, I'm excited for you, man. Keep me posted with that. And I'd like to see how how that goes for you and, and what you learn from that. And because, hey, you know, we, we learn from each other, you know, iron sharpens iron, man. So definitely if there's Absolutely. anything that I can do to help you with that, you know, definitely let me know. So, I all right, man. It. I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited to use those resources for sure. I have so many great friends who are in TFA. I have people like you who are willing to help. It's going to be an awesome experience. For sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, last question. I believe that we all have a platform, man. You have a platform. You have a following. Like you said, you were running for student government, um, and as a student leader, man, whether you have the title or not, right? You still got people who, 
who are following you, man, what piece or, or pieces of advice do you feel are the most important for you to share with the people who follow you, the people who are like, Adam, you know what, man, you inspire me, man. I, I love what you do. So what pieces Absolutely. of advice do you have for them? Um, I think, I think I said this earlier, just definitely lean into that discomfort. Um, getting to know people, getting those new connections is definitely an uncomfortable feeling to get to know people, to interact. And especially during the pandemic, even just interact with people, you know, face to face is going to be a difficult situation. But even with those difficulties, if you lean into that, I promise you, you will, you will feel better. You will make the most out of your experiences and you will definitely be a better person overall. I can, I can promise you that. All right. Very good. I like that. Lean into your discomfort. Very good. Cause Hey, sometimes it's those, it's those tough spots, those, you know, tough situations that cause you to grow the most. So I definitely like that. Exactly. Man. All right. Very good, man. Was well, there anything else you want to share, man? I appreciate you. Like I said, again, want, you know, just willing to give me a little bit of your time and, and whoever's listening out there, I hope that they were able to get something from, from this interview no, with I you, see, man. I really appreciate you having me, man. You're, you've been a mentor for me for the past five years. I really appreciate all you do for your community, for me, for everyone. Um, I really appreciate it. I guess my last plug is that I do have a website. Um, it's Adam Len Bergman, um, dot wordpress.com. Okay. So L E N is that middle one, Adam Len Bergman. All right. And what's on that website, man? Um, so it's my advertising work. Okay, um, cool. Mainly. Cool. And so on top of that, I have my advertising work. I have my journalism work and I also have my educational work which will be updated after i make that official tfa announcement okay very good we'll say that uh website again adam lenbergman.wordpress.com all right man adam hey i appreciate you man and i wish you nothing but the best man all right hey, man, we'll keep in contact all right take care Sounds brother good. all right hey you too bye-bye that about wraps up another episode of mission driven with ac cristales i hope you guys enjoyed the interview with adam and I hope if I have any young people listening, you know, people who are either in high school or college, just realize that you're never too young to make a difference. You're never too young to go out there and, you know, get involved with student leadership, get involved with student government. You know, if there's something that you want to see change, then realize that it's always up to you. And for my parents, for my educators who are listening to this podcast, I just want to encourage you to continue reaching out to those kids Continue reaching out to those young people who you see have that potential to be leaders. It's important that we draw out those qualities in them. So, again, I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. And I look forward to coming back and sharing more nuggets and wisdom from The Last Dance. Also, if you haven't heard my last episode that I recorded on Sunday, um, if you're a Christian hip hop fan, check it out. It was a tribute to Mr. Solo of the Gospel Gangsters. And just a remembering of how he impacted my life along with the gospel gangsters. And it's one of the reasons why I started rapping as a 13 year old. So I was very excited to do that. And I'm just excited to continue putting out content out there. I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope your family and friends are well. And I wish you nothing but the best. And as always, remember that the mission is now. So remain mission driven. And as always, faith, hope, love.